Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Getting you set for the rest of week six and how you're going to be betting the NFL this weekend. Welcome back, Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, Aaron Hawksworth, here on the BetQL Network. Let's bring in our pal, Will Brinson from CBS Sports. He is joining us on the Roman Guest Line. And, and Will, I don't know if you got screwed. I don't know if you got some lucky wins last night. But how about those final two and a half minutes and all the betting implications, side, total, Prop after prop after prop last night. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Joe Buck did his best, right, to try and uh, to try. He's like, yeah, there's um, some interest uh, in um, this game as it closes out. On the, you know, it's like, I thought, all right, Joe, just you can't do it. Just don't do it, man. You're um, not Al Michaels. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, just either be sly or just, or just lay it on the table. Um, and he, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was pretty crazy. My favorite part was, Seeing um, people like your like your colleague and my good friend Nick Costas, who are he's like, like usually Nick is like, there's no good coaches in this league. They're all a bunch of slappies. I can't believe it. And like screaming about the coaches and like doing like the the wrong things from an analytical and mathematical and coaching perspective. And then the second that like but like Nick Sirianni does the right thing and goes for two down down eight, he's like, this clown is costing me money. <laughs> And he can't decide you know, which which side to be on. I mean, it was that was wild. Like that game should. I mean, it was what twenty eight to seven, and I mean Tampa's. There's just no way Tampa's not going to cover. And Philly stormed through the back door and then le- and then left everybody hanging um, with the total because of uh, you know I guess or yeah it was, I guess I, mean, I guess it ended up it ended up being what twenty eight twenty two so it didn't go over but it should have. If Tampa has to kick the field goal or Philly gets the ball back, yeah, I mean, it's just a, a wild ending. And I mean, I think that game is a perfect example of why football and gambling more interesting game that otherwise was pretty much out of hand, you know, for three quarters of the game, right? I mean, Jalen Hurts played terrible, but he still put up like 30 fantasy points. And uh, the game wasn't close down the stretch, but people were intrigued by it for multiple reasons. Will, before we jump to the the, few, the rest of this week's six card, I want to ask your thoughts on Sirianni. Um, it, it looks like he's not very good right now, and maybe a little bit over his head. looks like the Bucks threw the plays that were coming. The screen passes are blown up. I didn't like kicking the field goal there when you're still going to need two more scores in the fourth quarter. They never got the ball back a third time, so it you know, ended up not, I think, working out the way he wanted. They missed the field goal anyway. What do you think about the Eagles' first-year coach? I know the team's not very good, but I, I am, I'm thinking this guy looks in over, in over his head. Yeah, I mean, I definitely in over his head. Um, my uh, my podcast producer Debo, big Eagles fan, and um, you know, he was on the you know, jumping in on the show last night talking about the game. And um, you know, I mean, he's he's the most optimistic, like you know, uh, you know, glass half full 
Eagles fan I've ever seen, or sports fan I've ever seen in my life. And he, he's, he's like, I don't know if this is, yeah, I don't know if this is that. Um, and and he, the other thing, like Sirianni, week one, I was kind of blown away because he, you know, he comes out and, like, you know, this offense it looks Jalen Hurts friendly. They're going to run a bunch of RPOs, read option. You know, they're going to get him, use his legs, get him out on the edge and make life easier for him. You know, basic crap that any reasonable human being with a brain, especially a professional coach, would do, unless your name is Matt Nagy, apparently. Um, and, <laughs> and instead, we've seen for the last, like, four or five weeks where Sirianni doesn't really seem interested in that. Is is really more fine with just, like, Jalen Hurts drops back, doesn't see anything he likes, tries to make something happen with his legs. It, it's just a, it doesn't look like a functional offense designed to accentuate what the quarterback does best. And, I mean, you know, it's a tough market to be in if you're Nick Sirianni. I, I just – I mean, I don't, I don't know why anybody would take that job with knowing knowing everything you know about Philly from how Howie Roseman likes to, you know, manipulate, you know, the Game of Thrones style stuff around the, you know, around the, the office to, um, you know, the, 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 the general nature of the fan base. Like, I don't know why you would take that as, a, as, a, as an up-and-coming OC in your, your first head coach job. And the other thing, too, is like, Sirianni's never even called plays before. Why does he not, why is he not hire somebody to call the plays? Like, I mean, Frank Wright, hire somebody to call the plays. You're your first-time head coach. Take something off your plate. You know, I mean, it's like the, the these guys don't get it. I mean, if you if you have if you're doing a, if you're doing an entirely new job that you've never done before with 50 million additional responsibilities added onto it, I don't know. Delegate something to somebody else so you don't have to worry about the in the, in the middle of the game. It drives me. It's, it's wild. Uh, Will, let's hit on uh, some of these matchups, and we have uh, numerous games where we think we're going to have some quarterback change. Maybe the Sunday morning game in London, two at a percent. Don't know that there's a big difference there. But uh, this Giants-Rams game is n- is no longer double digits because it sounds like maybe Daniel Jones will play. He was limited on Thursday. And then we've got the Seattle-Pittsburgh game. Yippee. We're not flexing yet, so we're stuck with the Seahawks and the Steelers. And the look-ahead line was Seattle minus three. And now it's Pittsburgh minus five and a half. Do you have anything on uh, these games with quarterback changes? Yeah, uh, I think it sounded like this morning, based on um, everything coming out of Miami, that it's going to be Tua over in London on Sunday morning, which yeah, I guess is is nice. It's like, hey, look, no, 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 we but there's two good, two young good quarterbacks. We're not we're not sending you a, a box of stale bread, London. Um, and so I would expect <laughs> to see Tua there. Makes me. Makes, I mean, I kind of like I keep up saying I kind of like the Jaguars, you know, getting three and a half. I don't know. I like them a lot. I, I would like them a lot better if uh, Jacoby Brissett was playing, but I think it's going to be Tua uh, for the Giants. I mean, Daniel Jones. I, I think it's almost. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't cleared the concussion protocol, and, and obviously he'd have to do that, you know, either today or tomorrow. But it looks like he's tracking really well. Um, I, I saw. Uh, I think it was NJ.com said that he did everything that he does normally in practice, which is a great sign for anybody trying to come back. Um, you know, if you can, I think anything 10, nine and a half or 10, I mean, obviously 10, a, you know, a, a delightfully key number, but uh, if you can get double digits or if you've got double digits, you know, on the Giants, I think that's a good spot to be in. I, you know, the Rams have sort of laid an egg in, in these uh, additional rest spots in, in years past. It, it would not be surprising at all if a Daniel Jones, Led team, and I think you, you know, Daniel Jones is pretty important here. Like 
I love Mike Glennon. You know, I stand for Mike Glennon. Uh, you know, there are dozens of us. Um, uh, but, uh, NC State. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 no, Mike's, Mike's my buddy. He's a good dude. Um, but, the, uh, you know, I think that in the case of Daniel Jones, with Aaron Donald coming up the middle, you want as much mobility as possible. And I think Daniel Jones gives you that. They've more than willing to let him use his legs. Um, so I, I like the Giants in that spot catching a ton of points even against a, a dangerous Rams team. Um, and then uh, was there – oh, the, 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 the Russ you know, one with the Geno? Yeah, I don't get that line. <laughs> Shouldn't it be Steelers minus seven? And I don't, I don't really want to take Steelers minus seven, but I love Steelers minus five. They're playing Geno Smith. What, I know he looked good for one drive in random backup. Duty. They're playing Geno Smith. We have a chance in the year of our Lord 2021 to save Geno Smith at less than a touchdown. <laughs> what are we doing here, people? Yeah, we might not be able to pass that opportunity up. Well, let's talk about games that actually have two good quarterbacks in them. Let's go to the Ravens and the Chargers Sunday in Baltimore. Currently, Chargers are getting two and a half. It's, uh, it's Ravens minus two and a half, total 51 and a half. What do you make of this game? I mean, this feels like we're headed for a shoot. I'm just amazed at the Chargers. I, I love Staley. I love Herbert. I mean, they, they put up almost 50 points, nearly about 500 yards, and they held the ball for about 23 minutes on Sunday. They're so explosive, and Lamar coming off the best game of his career. Yeah, uh, one thing to watch, Mike Williams has been a little limited in practice. I think they have their bye in week seven, so it's possible they could hold out Mike Will if that's the case. I mean, Big Mike's not out there. He's a big factor in that offense. I mean, obviously, you know, like, put up monster numbers almost week in and week out, but, you know, they've um, – Joe Lombardi said before the season, and I wish I'd listened to him you know, more in terms of drafting for fantasy purposes, but basically said that Mike Williams was going to, you know, they were changing his role, and he wasn't BSing in, in, in the preseason. They changed his role. They made him sort of that X receiver. You know, he, can, he, he does all the, the full route tree. He's not just a, you know, a, a vertical guy anymore. Uh, so that would be a pretty big injury, I think, um, you know, just relative to what that offense wants to do. Uh, if he's unable to go. I mean, I don't really have a huge lean one way or the other in this game. I think it's going to be exciting. I do expect a ton of points, but I don't know if I really necessarily want to back the over. I think it's probably inflated by that Browns and, uh, and Chargers score. Although, if, you know, if the Chargers can drag the Browns into a shootout, they can certainly drag Lamar Jackson into a shootout. Um, you know, this might be one where you're almost better. So if you, you know, unless you just love one of the sides. If you love one of the sides, go ahead. But, you know, you could – theoretically probably get pretty good numbers on both teams if you wanted to bet it live and just wait till the action starts unfolding because with the, with the pass rate that Lamar Jackson's using this year, it's much heavier than in years past. Um, you know, this is a team that can come back unlike, unlike previous years. And certainly the Chargers can put up points in, you know, any given moment. So um, not a huge lean. You know, I think I probably would take the points with the Chargers um, lean towards the over, but you know, I mean, like, I'm excited to watch the game. I don't necessarily have a huge pick on, on either side. Uh, with Will Brinson on BetQL Daily, check him out. Pick Six Podcast at Will Brinson on Twitter. Uh, Will the uh, Green Bay Chicago line? It's been creeping up in favor of Green Bay all week. Now it's at six. It's at six. My guess is it's because Whoa. of uh, the Bears injury report. Mac, A. Rob, Hicks not practicing Wednesday. Or Thursday, we'll wait a few more hours for the final injury report. But uh, any thoughts on this matchup? Yeah, I mean, I picked um, I picked the Bears for CBS. Uh, you know, we have to pick every game against the spread, and, and I feel terrible about it. Don't don't like it one bit. Uh, in fact, I'm 
Uh, I would bet the Packers now. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I don't know. If, I mean, six is a ton for a divisional game on the road. The problem is, Joe, and I'm, I'm not sure if you're aware of this as a Bears fan. The problem is uh, Aaron Rodgers. He is the problem. He's the actual <laughs> problem for Bears I, fans. I think 20, is twenty-one five. Is that a good record? Twenty-one and five against I the Bears. Tw- I, I think it's twenty. That's including playoffs, maybe. It's tw- right. Yeah, right. Regular season. Regular season, he's twenty and five against the against the Bears. He has fifty five touchdowns and ten interceptions in those twenty five yeah. games. His his yardage totals are actually kind of disappointing because you you want it to be like three hundred thirty five yards per game. It's only like two hundred forty. That's because usually they're blowing them out because he's throwing so many friggin' touchdowns. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and look, you can you know if you obviously I'm sure anybody in Chicago has seen that clip of him. And he's like talking about like how he you know, loves the city of Chicago and loves all the other sports teams. And he was like, "Would you play for the Bears?" He's like, "No." Um, it's <laughs> like he takes he takes pride in, in a, and I think it's a source of glee and entertainment and joy for him in annihilating the Chicago Bears franchise and torturing the Bears fans. So, I mean, I, I just don't think you can get in the get in Aaron Rodgers' way. But if he gets to seven, that's just it's going to be too much. You have to take the Bears, but. Um, yeah, I mean, Packers minus four and a half was probably a, a hammer that, that I, I, I missed and whiffed on. Will, what are we missing here with the, the number in this Patriots-Cowboys game? Every matchup, the, the talent level, it all points to the Cowboys. They're the only, only team in the NFL undefeated against the spread. Dak's playing like an MVP candidate. And, yes, this is creeping down. It's now Patriots getting three here. The number went from three and a half to three. Uh, what do you make of this? Is this a Belichick McCarthy thing? Is this the injury report? Why do you think this number is so close, Patriots Cowboys? I mean, I like the pass. I think the pass going to win the game. I'm, I'm sure the, the Belichick said, oh, looks stupid. Uh, I'm going to. I think the the uh, the uh, horrendous money line parlay that I'm going to that I want to take on Sunday is Jaguars Lions Patriots. Like like just just really get in the trenches, get in the, it's not even in the trenches, just get in the gutter. You know, it's like the, just, a, just, a, just groveling around in the gutter with some repulsive dogs. Um, that's, that's where I want to be on, on Sunday morning. Um, At the Texans. I, I, Go ahead. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I left my office door open. I heard my wife didn't hear me. Why is he talking about like, like rolling in the mud with dogs? <laughs> um, the, <laughs> Uh, I uh, no, I, mean, I, I like. The, I, I think part of it is the matchup McCarthy Belichick and even Kellen Moore Belichick, where you know we've seen, and the weather's not even supposed to be that bad. I think it's like max nine miles per hour wind. Not supposed to rain. Not even really that cold or anything. Um, I, I think it's sort of. I think it's out of deference for Belichick. There is also, I believe, some buzz about Tyron Smith maybe on the injury report. I haven't. He, I, did, I he went on third yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's a like that's a it's it uh, there's three injuries for the Cowboys to where you your eyebrows better shoot up is obviously Dak and then Tyron Smith and Zach Martin. I mean those are those are two you know those are the two key key guys. Especially if you look at the like the pressure numbers and the offensive numbers for Dak with Tyron Smith in and out of the game. I remember that um, matchup against the Falcons a few years ago where Smith Smith is out and everybody's like, well, the Falcons stink and and Adrian like a crusty old 40-year-old Adrian Claiborne had six sacks or something against uh, like on deck in, in Georgia. So I, I like the pass here. It just stinks. Everyone everyone wants to ride the Cowboys. The Cowboys are everybody's best bet. Uh, my buddy Ryan Wilson, who is 31 games above 500 against the spread for CBSSports.com this year, 
he's like 51 and or I don't care. Anyway, he's 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 like 54 and 23 or something insane. Um, but he he loves the Cowboys this week, so I, I'm I'm all over the Patriots. Uh, very good. Will Brinson, CBSSports.com, at Will Brinson on Twitter. Check out the Pick 6 podcast. Great stuff as always. We appreciate your time, uh, Will Brinson, there on BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, Aaron Hawksworth with you. Coming up next, don't worry, we'll go over the rest of the Week 6 card, our favorite looks in the NFL. But ALCS, NLCS, we have series prices, and it starts tonight. We'll do that next. <laughs> Keep it locked on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.